Hey, and welcome to Eliza Starting at 16. I'm Eliza Rubin, an 18-year-old girl living on the Upper East Side of Manhattan, and I'm here to do my very best to explain the big, wide world of teenagers these days. So, something that I've been done with lately, it's been kind of creeping up on me for a while, and now that I've hit spring break, passed it, had two weeks to do whatever I wanted, and now I'm back into school, second semester senior, maybe that's influencing how I feel, but I feel burnt out on the internet. And I know that's a big statement because it's basically infinite. You can do whatever you want, talk to whoever you want, watch whatever you want, listen to whatever you want. But the loop that I kind of run through of various websites and videos about makeup and discourse and profile pictures of people in restaurants with witty captions, I just kind of can't do it. It's kind of a chore lately. And I feel so static mentally and maybe that's just me but I've been kind of not on it as much I've been watching less tv I've been reading fewer things online on fewer websites and when I go on websites I look up logic puzzles and I know that sounds bizarre but I look up logic puzzles because I feel like it's the real like way I can get my mind to do something or read the news and that's so bleh of me to say in some ways it seems so like you people with your internet like I'm so above it and I'm not like I'm a total sucker for all of it and not even a sucker like it's just fun to do and that doesn't mean you're a sucker if you want to spend your time there goodness knows I do but for some reason lately I've just felt kind of like restless mentally and maybe part of that is dread because I've been dreading going to college a little bit it makes me nervous I really dread as a person I have like existential dread and fear of the future if it's more than a week away like I won't talk about it which makes me an annoying daughter sometimes like my mom will say how about we talk about the summer and I'm like nope that's in the future and I am shutting this conversation down and I'm leaving like I can't do it but for some reason I just I kind of dread going online so if you have any theories or cures or things that would make me feel like my mind is moving again, please let me know. And until then, I will be looking at logic puzzles and trying to figure out ways to make me feel like I'm not melting. Actually, I was going to wrap that up, but I just realized part of why I feel that way is because all of the platforms seem to be melding together into one big thing And if I dread one, then I dread them all. Like, I dread Facebook, and now guess what Facebook has? It has stories, much like Snapchat and now Instagram. Actually, Instagram added stories way before Facebook, but still, which, if you don't know, is like you post a photo, and everyone who follows you or is friends with you can see it, and then it disappears. But like, I'm in a restaurant, let me post this, and then it'll go away after a certain period of time. So if you want to show off this great party you're at, but you don't want it to be there forever, that's what you do. And they all have it. And they all have the same ads in different ways. Snapchat shows you ads for deodorant in a video form. Facebook does it in a different kind of video or in a photo. Or they sneak it into their little videos of food. I don't know. But they're all the same. So if I don't feel like going on Facebook, chances are I also don't feel like going on Snapchat or Instagram. Because they're basically doing the same thing for me lately. Which is not much because I'm very aware that I'm being advertised to and I don't feel like dealing with it so little tip I would say stop copying 
all the other things just because it's working for Snapchat does not mean it's working for you, Facebook. Nobody is going to use your stories. If they do, I'll be shocked. And even if they use them, they won't like them and it's pandering and it is annoying. It just feels like the same entire, just this cycle of social media that we stay on and on and on. None of it's changed. Like there's no new app that's really interesting that we've been buzzing about. It's not like there's a new Instagram or a new Facebook or a new Snapchat. It's all the same and they're all copying each other. So eventually, like, are they going to all buy each other? And then we're going to have like Insta chat book. I don't know. I'm frustrated. Maybe I'm just frustrated as a person right now. But that is how I feel. Something that's been awesome, though, is a website that I found called styleofresistance.wordpress.com, and it is awesome. It's posts of clothing that have to do with politics and history. For example, there was a whole awesome, awesome article that was up there about Ivanka Trump's clothing line and how it correlates to her persona and how that correlates to Donald Trump's persona and what it means and the messages that she puts out there. There's one about Melania Trump. There are ones about like the history of businesswoman attire and what it means and of protest attire. And it's just really, really awesome. I would really recommend it. I can't believe that there aren't more like comments and shares on this website. It's called styleofresistance.wordpress.com. It's so so intriguing and like niche and perfect. I could look at it all day and I can't wait every time something new is up there. I read it because it is so interesting and it combines two things that I don't actually hear about that much. So if you're feeling kind of restless, give this a look. Now in other Generation Z, I think we are, news, um, we all are constantly lightening up what we say with LMAO or LOL, even when it's depressing. And I know that just took a total turn, but it's something I've been thinking about a lot. People will say things like, LOL, I totally want to die. And it really changes the tone of what you're saying. And sometimes it's not helpful because you can't really tell if someone means what they're saying. And I'll literally ask my friends, like, what's the tone of what you just said? Because you can't tell over text. But there's been a trend of really specific, specific things that show your tone, like specific capitalization, maybe capitalizing the first letter of specific words will emphasize them, or using asterisks to like also emphasize something or show that it's an action, just really specific little details, such as adding LOL or LMAO, things that we don't really think about, but that, re- but that really, that really, really interesting and important. And worrisome sometimes because we get dark and we say these things and in a way we've stopped using punctuation like I'm not going to use a period when I'm texting my friend because it seems really serious but I'm also not gonna maybe use nothing but I'm not gonna use an exclamation point so why not add lol and it's lost the meaning of like laugh out loud because it just it lost it a long time ago but it adds this kind of softer ending to whatever you're saying where it doesn't seem harsh, it doesn't seem too enthusiastic, and it lets you know that, like, I'm still here and I'm, like, involved in a conversation with you. Or maybe you'll say KK, like, essentially okay, and that seems too short, so it seems a little blunt, so it seems angry, so you'll add, like, LMAO to it. Like, I am not laughing and you know I'm not laughing, but 
we both agree that I'm giving this a soft ending and this isn't pointed. Because often something that we really stress out about is just the little wording and the little punctuation. I like I add a million exclamation points or I add three and it really makes a difference what I mean depending on how many exclamation points I use. I'm a, a big like tonal capitalizer, emphasizer, really it's important to me and I really pick out specific words and I think that's a trait that's really shared in my like age group because we're so often on our computers and so often like texting each other important things and we don't really want to call each other because like I get stressed out talking to people on the phone I worry I won't have anything to say and I think that's a shared sentiment that when you're conveying something via text you really want to make sure your tone is correct So for anyone out there who thinks that texting or emailing is impersonal, it's actually really, really specific and can be helpful. Like if you're a person who has trouble reading social cues, maybe you have an easier time reading like textual cues, a facet of the internet that we probably couldn't have predicted a while ago, but I think is super, super interesting. So that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening and come back in a week because who knows what we'll be into by then. 